When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. It's the Bradshaw Boys. Hey, everybody. And we just want to let you know that this is not the end of the Bradshaw Boys. This right. may be the end of And Just Like That, but this is not the end of our adventure consuming, discussing, and uh, having fun with interesting, cool content that you all love. Right. You are about to hear our finale episode of And Just Like That. Uh, but we also want to let you know, maybe you're a new listener. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been listening to us forever. Uh, but we're going to have lots of other things after season one of Then Just Like That is done. We're going to watch rom-coms. We're going to uh, stay involved in other... Uh, we're going to be doing all kinds of podcasts, as many as we've been doing. We've been we've done over 300 podcasts, yeah. and we plan to do 300 more. Mm-hmm. And we also think there will be a season two of in just like that and we just don't we want you to check in with us and stay with us before that happens and yeah. we can do and we can keep watching sex in the city episodes like salt bay like salt dripping down his <laughs> his elbow just little little also, morsels of sex in the city also here little, and there. little known fact salt bay is also the guy that sema is dating <laughs> hey, boss. but uh yeah i mean like we're we are saying this now because we, if you are not familiar with the Bradshaw Boys and you came to us because you're watching and just like that, we were we had already watched Sex and the City once. We were rewatching it again, mm-hmm. and there's going to be even more and just like that I, stuff we're going to cover because there's a documentary about it we want to watch. And I I'll, I won't be vague because I don't want to I don't want to bury the lead, but uh, I just found out that my commercial agent. Uh, we have the same agent as Debbie. Boom. Wow. Steve's uh, it's Steve's girlfriend. It's out there. What are you talking about? Steve's second wife? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Steve's second wife, Debbie. I drunkenly emailed her uh, and she emailed me back and Debbie is coming on the pod. Hell there we yeah. go. Debbie there is coming go. on the Dude, pod. We need Debbie's POV. And oh my gosh. All this, I can't wait. Happening. I can't wait. Uh, so that once we schedule that, that'll be up. We have lots of interviews with people and we just want you to stick around. We, we might watch other more. shows. We just may come watch on in. Stay, stay, stick around. Yeah. Grab a Cosmo or two. Yeah. Grab two. And have some fun. Uh, and also February 10th, 11th and 12th. Uh, if you live in New York or in the surrounding area, I'm doing a uh, show, a solo show, one hour, all about uh, living in New York City. It's stand-up and storytelling at the Under St. Mark's Theater. Get tickets. Uh, it's a small theater. I would love if some of you showed up. Some people came to our show at Union Hall. If you enjoyed that, come to this. It's going to be uh, really awesome, and I would just love... I haven't done live that much live stuff, and so I'm in a while, so I'm excited for... That so February tenth, eleventh, and twelfth in the East Village, Kevin What's James. It's Doyle. called Check the Box, right? It's called Check the Box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Check the Box. Che Diaz is opening for me. Totally. So everyone um, who comes, everyone who comes and buys a ticket is going to get shotgunned afterward. Yeah. I will say that it is the type of comedy that is is like funny, but then also 
kind of not funny at parts too. So it's like kind of Che Diaz type comedy. So 50% of it is like Che Diaz. Yeah, exactly. 50% is not funny like Uh, Che Diaz. Anyway, stick around. Uh, We love you all. Thanks so much for listening during and just like that. And enjoy this final episode. Enjoy the final episode. I'm kind of sad, guys. I I know. But I'm actually hopeful and happy for the future. Yeah, we got more stuff coming. All right, enjoy taters. Listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching, and just like that, and just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin. My name is John Sieber. And we why have a special guest with us today. Why are you so down, Kev? <sighs> that this this is the true this is this is the true end of a journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were we were handed a lifeline by Michael Patrick King, we were drowning at sea. The sea. We were drowning at the sea of of no content, <laughs> and then scrambling, uh, and then rewatching old Sex and the Cities, and then he threw out a, a lifeline, and then we grabbed it, and we said, "Oh, oh my goodness, thank you, ten more episodes," and that was a year ago. Yeah, and now we're truly at the end of the Sex and the City journey. And there's just something that tells me we're going to be left with such a good taste in our mouths. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is such a this is this is like. We, we were scrambling trying to get some of that old sex in the city. We were like, we were like, just like bad addicts. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, no, we got a new drug coming out. Yeah. We got the new shit. And it, and it gave us a completely, it, it, it gave us a completely different feeling, but we kept coming back for more. Yeah. And we, we're going back for the final dose it's that tonight. Chain. That's right. It's like, do you like, do you like pure Cochain. 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 And then uh Cochain. Yeah. If you're if you wanna ride out, it's like it's like a it's like someone covering cocaine, but it's like if you are in like going through a record store and you're just like, what the heck? This is like an El Salvadorian cover of Eric Clapton's cocaine. (laughs) That sounds awesome. I I mean it's it I bet it would be it'd just be like, dude, they have the, the record they have cream covers <laughs> this guy's the most popular guitarist in el salvador it's I feel, amazing i i feel like that would be an up i feel like this is more like what's like a good fun exciting drug to do and then in just like that has been like mm, if you like doing drugs you'll really like metamucil is it is in just like that kratom kratom Dude, wait, hold on I'm a big Metamucil Actually, fan. John I'm not saying you got to be careful what you're saying right here. I'm not saying Metamucil's bad. I'm oh, just my saying name's it's Kevin. A- I wrote a, an essay on why Chase stinks. <laughs> now I have the authority to That's shit true. talk Metamucil. I use we, Metamucil. We do live in a post sugar free or sugar free or normal. Uh, sugar free. I'm, I'm not wasting fucking calories so I can shit better. I don't take Metamucil. I did for a little while. You, you know, know what's silly? crazy? I can see you just being straight psyllium husk. I, I probably would. I actually, you know, what's funny is I have looked up. Can you just do psyllium husk? Yeah, I wanted of course a pure version. But that stomach diet I did, psyllium husk and metamucil was off diet. They were, oh, like, they were like, don't do it. I just think, uh, oh, I, gosh, we're in just like that. Look at this conversation. I know we're we're an entire series. Now here's the deal, here's the deal with like products that are marketed towards 
older people. Yeah. They're usually like really, really good stuff. Older people don't give a shit. I'm talking like, like retirement age. They yeah. just want like the comfiest, the best tasting, the, the, like it's just good stuff all the way around. That's why I'm, I'm clarifying my, my, my like thing. You stopped caring about, about identity you just want like what's comfy and nice i mean that's that's why do, it, do the job it's yeah that's that's what that's what this was it wasn't bad metamucil is not bad it's just a completely different different what was sex in the city a cosmo or a drug it was a drug cocaine cocaine we do talk about cocaine for three guys that don't do cocaine it's come up like <laughs> a lot so many times um but uh but is there anyone who like publicly just like talks about their cocaine use i most people like talk about after they were doing it yeah yeah, or any like regular coke addicts i think i think if you i think if you meet a lot of like cool young people who i say this as an older person cool young people who would be like those people are really cool and they're and they're gross like cool young people who are just unabashed Mm, about partying because people that talk a lot about cocaine i feel like are not the kind of cocaine people you want to be around. No. You right. want to be around the kind of people who are cocaine people who are doing cocaine. You're like, I think they're doing cocaine. I can't tell. They keep disappearing with really good looking people <laughs> yeah. and they come back and they are having great conversations yeah. and they're so cool. Like it's like what somehow, I'm saying, somehow cocaine is helping them. Yeah. Lexi Featherstone. Yeah, exactly. The coolest. Oh, she's the That's best. Lexi Featherstone. Do you think she's going to come back tonight? I, my prediction was that she'd be 100%. in this new show. 100%. Do you think we're going to get a montage of of they're going to... The original montage they had to cut Chris Noth out of was him walking in heaven and then her tripping and falling through a cloud out of heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dude. I think... I mean, I think we saw some spoilers. I think Carrie's going to dump Big's ashes somewhere and Lexi Featherstone's going to like come out of the earth like yeah and just like soil is gonna be coming off her face new york is yeah. over <laughs> new york is back wait lexi are you okay cocaine sugar and water yeah she's gonna be the the guy the from guy men in black, black. that's yeah. coming out uh, well i mean let's cocaine and tequila cocaine and tequila <laughs> Let's uh, you think she'll pull a ghoulies and just flip it, just rise up out of the toilet. Do you guys yeah. remember ghoulies? No, no, great 80s horror movie. Ooh, Ghoulies, I it's, a, it's ghoulies. they'll movies. get you in the end and they come through the toilet and bite you. Are you sure you're talking about goonies? No, not goonies. <laughs> What's this episode called? Uh, what is this episode um, called? Seeing the lights, seeing the, seen, light. seen the light, okay, yeah, okay. We let's we had some predictions, you know, who, you know what we're not going to be seeing, what the, the big that's true. <laughs> That's true. This was the one. This was the one we we're supposed to see. What if right? they just fuck it and burn it all down, and it's just him tap dancing on the piano at FAO Schwartz? For <laughs> That'd be and just like, and just just flirting with like the super young cashier, <laughs> just being like, "Hey, it's there." Just, it's just him doing freaking <laughs> his <laughs> big eyes and his toodle fingers while playing like Moon River on the FAO Schwartz piano. Uh, that's knocking so funny. kids out of the way. I kind of would want nothing more than that. <laughs> All right, we had some predictions last time, and we're we're at. Let's set the table before we go into this. Okay, okay so Rock, when well, we know this from the preview, but Rock is going to have a uh, vey mitzvah. A, a vey mitzvah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with Lily. I think her period's probably over. Um, maybe depends on. I don't know. 
Um, but I think, but I also had to say Lily's storylines wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, Lily's period is over. over. Heavy flow. Hey, Lily, um, your, your period is canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's like Che Miranda wrap up, Carrie. Yep. What, like, what is the Carrie wrap up going to be? I mean, something to do, I think something to do with big, because there's rumors of her in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And them in Paris together. Maybe that's just a dream, though. Yeah. Or a memory. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think if Big was going to come back, it's definitely going to be in some sort of memory, but he's not coming back now. Yeah. Um, Carrie uh, and Trig. Aiden, Aiden and Samantha are on the table. Yeah. Yay or nay? I was big into... I, I was really gunning for... Uh, I was gunning for Aiden. Because okay. Aiden... I went back and looked at articles this week. I posted something on the Instagram asking how people thought Aiden would come back. And... Uh, I went back and looked at articles from last year and there are these like, there's a whole John Corbett press train of him really? being like, I'm in several episodes of the new series. <laughs> like it's, there's a, there is a, is like a there's a page six article that says John Corbett confirms he is in multiple episodes of sex and the sex and city reboot. Is his publicist just like hitting herself and hitting themselves on the face or Maybe just he's like that cocaine person we're talking about. <laughs> One of our listeners, Katie, Katie, Katie Crosby. Um, different, different Katie, oh, but different she, one. uh, she said, um, cause we always post this, uh, Aiden and serendipity and say it's from sex and city. And, uh, and she said, she said, post, post a clip from God's not dead three, you cowards. What, what's, what's that? that? That's it's Is he like, in a religious movie. It's this, these series of movies where, um, like Kevin Sorbo is like a professor and he's just like, he'll just be like, so scientifically I proved that God doesn't exist. And then there's like a Christian kid like in the and just like, I have faith. And then it's this movie about standing up to like atheism. And it's like a series of movies. God's not dead. That's great. Is Corbett to, in that? And Corbett's in God's not oh, dead. Oh, really? <laughs> we got to post that. You got it. So we got to We got to watch it. Yeah. Um, we, need to get, accepted. I, we need to get Corbett and my, which, my religion professor from college who ended up being one of the yeah. like quest for the historical Jesus guys. We need to get him and Corbett on a pod together. And, Corbett and, and Bart Ehrman talking about the textual criticism of the New Testament. But instead of the Bible talk, we just talk about head circumference the entire time. <laughs> how, how so? Okay, crown so of thorns. God, Real quick, how big was Jesus' head? Was it bigger than Aiden's? That's really, that's Aiden's huge. Head. You you'd call that intelligent design? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. We we don't have tons of let's let's watch this thing and this. talk about I'm it. Sad. All right, let's let's. Uh, yeah, this is a big moment. This is a huge moment. We're coming to the finale of. I want to hear reboot. like I want to hear three predictions from all, everyone on that's is holding the microphone right now. Just one, just whatever you're thinking right out of the gates. Any predictions? Um, I I mean I'm sticking with what I said earlier this week that we get. I, I wanted to say Aiden, but I say we get some sort of surprise wink at the old series. Okay, something. I think. I'm trying to think what, what I think I, Che Diaz is actually in like a very traditional um straight cisgender relationship with a family <laughs> and just always failed as a comedian and just went totally woke. They just find they just find like a, a uncover a previous like comedy career that was just like and and a journal that was just like I figured out a way to success. Oh and and then my gosh. and then it and then that's they get canceled. What was Che Diaz's name before Che? Uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. 
Yeah, they'd be like, opening for Bill Ingvall. Yeah. Cheryl Diaz. Yeah, Cheryl Diaz She's was like, it. Man, it, it sucks to have to cook every night for my husband. Yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> night we're going to have chicken and potatoes. We're going to have steak and potatoes. We're going to have beef potatoes. We're going to have turkey potatoes. What are we going to have Saturday? We're going to have potato leftovers. <laughs> potato leftovers. Cheryl Diaz and and not not Mexican not Cheryl not Davis. Latino at all. No, no she's Cheryl, just like Davis. She, Cheryl Davis. Cheryl Davis. Yeah, Absolutely. and Chase has been like using darkening makeup, just canceled oh, on the level. Oh no, that you never. It's just Rachel Dolezal. That'd be amazing. Meets meets and then also has been like sexually assaulting fans like Louis C.K. Wow. It's like. It's just the all. I think that's what's a hundred percent going to happen in this if, episode. What if that happens, and then that we get a cameo from real life and acting as himself in real life, Rachel Dolezal, and like <laughs> Che is having a martini and camera pants, and Rachel Dolezal is like, "Not so easy, is it?" <laughs> and then it's just a whole Rachel Dolezal talk about like getting through cancellation. Yeah, and it's and it's Cynthia uh, Miranda just being like. I, this one internship fell through and she's like, I got one for you at the D- NAACP. And then Miranda and Rachel Dolezal start doing like internships together. <laughs> and it just, it just has not Dr. Nia Wallace is doing like a skeptical face. The yeah. Time. Just <laughs> exactly. so fucking pissed. Nia, Nia Wallace is the best skeptical oh, face. Yeah. yeah. Just, pissed at Dolezal, pissed at Che for, for all of the. Cheryl Davis. I think, I just think Skipper's going to be in it. God, I hope I'm so. Skip. I'm skipping. Skipping. All right, um, skipping um, it up. Let's uh, let's let's watch it. All right, let's go. Katie, take us away. Take us land the plane. Episode ten: Seeing the Light. Charlotte plans the ultimate rite of passage for Rock. Che throws Miranda for a loop, and Carrie finds closure. And now. Back to the bull. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> we just watched it. Uh, what, what was that called? Seeing the light? Seeing the light. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I do want to say something. I Start, do wanna, starts I, off. Well, here's what I want to say. I just want to say something because I know for the next 23 minutes, I'm not going to be able to say anything because Kevin's just been sitting there quiet, brooding. No, no, no. I'm not, I, 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 so I just want to say anything right now. No, no, no. I get don't. it in. Get it in real quick. I just want to get it in because it happened last. It happened last episode. It happened last episode, but but you know, it's exactly it's it's like the worst version of what I thought. <laughs> so it is what it is. What are you gonna say? What are you? I'm saying? so done no, I'm with this fucking I- series, and just like that, sucked so hard. Wow! Wow! I'm so glad to be done with it for a, one year, and then I hope it gets a second. <laughs> I just need a break from it. Okay. Right, you were saying. Oh, no. I just said I wanted to get a word in edgewise oh, of yeah. anything to say. I was making a joke saying I wanted to say something. Um, say something negative about Rabbi Jen. You can't. Rabbi Jen <laughs> ripped so hard. Rabbi Jen ripped very hard. Rabbi Jen was amazing. Um, now, that's a magical character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the podcast is cool. What podcast? Carrie's podcast? Sex in the City. Yeah. I, dude, the I, whole scene at like the we, wedding where the producer's like, I'd like to produce your podcast. Oh my gosh. And Carrie's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's like, you're a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah, okay, wait, wait. We have, to, we have to stick to our system. Yeah. We have to stick to our system. Uh, we just, 
John, okay. you got to you got to do the thing, and then we just have to, and then you you create the docket of where yeah. where the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we, have, we need, we need we to have, stick with our structure. Have, um, first scene, we have Carrie um, kissing Mr. Trigg, um, and it was uh, an unemotional contract kiss. She saw it. Uh, she then calls Seema, who's um, just banging that dude, like hot. smoking, looking hot. Mm-hmm. And then kind of does the rude thing, just completely like ignores Carrie and just continues on fucking the guy, whatever. Super lame. And then Carrie's lamp is haunted uh, and flicking. Jen Kirkman called it. Called it. We, we haven't chat, talked about that. We have on a the pod chat yet. Chew, uh, yeah. where Carrie talks about the haunted lamp, and um, and then the next scene is with Charlotte and Harry. Where they hire the trans rabbi, Rabbi Jen, and Anthony, they taste Anthony's hipster challah, which is what, challah and sourdough? sourdough? He's made of sourdough. Does that exist? Fucking awesome. You could make it probably. I mean, I've never made challah before. I mean, but I think you could do it. You just have to braid it. That's the biggest surprise. I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to do some research as we talk. If I would have been, if I would have said like, I'll give you one to five odds, has Corey made challah bread before? What would you have said? (laughs) I would say yes. I would. I would have said never, yes. I've never made a hundred times. Is that the only bread you've never made? No, there's tons of breads I've never made. What? There's a lot of breads out there, John. Bread. Just great bread. You're a bread man. I, I I will make you some bread though at some point. Let's think about um, bread today. And then we have um we have the scene where Miranda goes to Che's family gathering, and Che uh, <laughs> sings California Girls. Good dude. lord, that was dude, and announces it's, it's that so they got a pilot. But Sarah's a really good singer, right? So Katie said yeah. Sarah's been on Broadway before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was. She won a Tony for. They. Spam- they won a Tony for Spam a lot. Thank you. In Thank Spam you. a lot. Yeah. Um. That that was their break breakthrough mm-hmm. and role was in Spam a lot. Yep. Which is do you know what Spam a lot is? No. It's uh the uh, Mo- Monty Python Close and the Holy Grail. Grail. Oh. It's that as a musical. Um. That by the way, that movie holds. Up. Oh yeah, so funny. Oh yeah, so amazing. Please. I saw them in uh, oh, Spam a lot actually. Um, Miranda goes and tells Dr. Nye Wallace that she, she is leaving her internship to go to Los Angeles. Kevin, settle down. Um, and then Carrie has lunch with Big's brother, where he asks what is happening with Big's remains and offers a plot next to Big in the family crypt in Connecticut. Um, Carrie then goes to Jackie's impromptu wedding. Um, and Instead of scene button, instead of you may kiss the bride, they said do whatever gets the most likes on Instagram. And I was like, oh this God. is just bothered me as well. Okay, <laughs> and then Carrie gets her big Carrie Bradshaw's big break. She gets approached by a podcast producer. Oh my God! Could you imagine <laughs> the guy who she's been working with for over a year now? But could you imagine what would you do? What like your dreams just, just coming like, true? I just want everyone to know we've been approached by multiple places to produce a podcast. You know what they say? They're like, we're like, what's in it? And they're like, basically, not just keep on building your audience. There's can, like I, nothing. Can, like, you, yeah. can you record and then just send us the files? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, that's okay. so funny. Um, uh, then it's the they mitzvah. Uh, that's kind of the, the big scene. Um, it's um. Rabbi Jen is there. We have Hot. Rock not wanting to go out. So then Rabbi Charlotte. Jen, so then Charlotte does uh, her 
Did Charlotte do a, a bat mitzvah then? Charlotte instead? does a bat mitzvah for herself. They have Dylan's candy bar. Where, well, where, did, where did that take place? That scene? Yeah. It looks very familiar. I think we've worked an event at that space before. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'd have to look again with that. Um, and then um, Gary goes and scatters the ashes in Paris and texts Samantha. Mm-hmm. And they go meet up for a cocktail, a fabulous cocktail. And then Carrie records her first episode of the podcast. And instead of stepping her pussy up, she makes out with the producer. Whoa. She does. She steps her she pussy steps up, up right into a tricky workplace relationship. I know. I, I know. I like, how, I like how that guy is like, I would like to, I'd like for you to work for me. Yeah. So now we can going, fuck. So, which, which is awesome. That's, that's good old fashioned. Sex in the city, right there. Yeah, that is good. In an elevator. Yeah, making out with your boss. A very attractive man. I don't know his name. So many people. So many people called that early, and so much of the series. I believe I called that early at one point. Yeah, I think. But then I took it back because I was like, "Oh, it's not going to happen." So so many things in the series. This isn't a criticism or possible. There were just so many things. It was like, "Oh, you're not you're not weaving a grand narrative." Yeah, in a lot of these, you're doing kind of one off, which is cool, right? Because that is like true to the series so then that totally took me by surprise that they planted that so early yeah um yeah totally i just want to say carrie does she really did the escalator sort of dating plan in terms of the status of men that she dated she went from a furniture store owner yeah to new york's hottest financier to the top of the mountain podcast producer oh my gosh Dude, he like she just kept on batting out of her league every single time. And yeah, it, she was like, he, "Big knows the, the levels of the markets, mm-hmm. but this guy knows the levels <laughs> of the audio." <laughs> this guy, ha- Big, is on the board of directors at several companies. This guy has a sound board <laughs> to press fart noises on. <laughs> Hey, really good podcast, guys. Like that's his like only other line, right? His name is his name is uh Franklin, I believe. Franklin, like the, the puppet from Arrested Development? Yeah, he's a one he's a one off uh he's a one name. He's Franklin. Really? Yeah, that's his name. Dude, like, why? That Franklin was the actor. The puppet the actor was just like Franklin. I'm Franklin. What's up? I'm Franklin. I'm Franklin. Uh where do we, where do we want to start? Um Zendaya is Michi. God, I wish Zendaya, when, I wish um, Zendaya was in this. Let's start with Seema. All right. Seema is... Seema is... Uh, I, I like the fact that Seema has now... She didn't really find love. She just shacked up with Zohan. But yeah. like she, but <laughs> his yeah. name is Zed, right? His name is Zed. Dude. Not far off from you don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, man. I think... Do they have smoking floors in hotels anymore? I remember once I was at the mall of America and or La Quintas or, or really poor hotels. <laughs> Actually, really poor hotels. I was at the mall of America in Minnesota okay. and they're like, hey, do you want to make 50 bucks? And I was like, sure. And I went in this back room and I had to watch 10, 10 minutes of uh, Don't Mess with the Zohan and then fill out a questionnaire. <laughs> you just did I like audience screening? It yeah, it was awesome. That's you, great. This is underrated movie. I think I bought an Orange Julius with it. Nice. With, with the exception of of the fingering chasing where Miranda's like, <laughs> or whatever she did. What? That was Lexi Featherstone <laughs> coming back to life. <laughs> um, but why, 
why wouldn't they show a tasteful, like throughout the entire series, there's not a single, I guess there's Nia, Nia yeah. Wallace, but yeah. with Seema, I was like, w- doesn't it seem like you'd want to show these like older characters, like having sex? Like, I feel like that's what the, the ramp up was. I was like, it would have been great. Not even just cause like, they'd be hot. Cause Seema's hot, but it's like, show them having sex and then having a cigarette. That just seems so yeah. weird. Have her in like, so we we got the downstairs downstair neighbor's dick and we got Harry's dick. Yeah. This is like the two old person. It just seemed yeah, I, I really true. liked the Seema storyline because it was like, you know, I'm giving money. I met this guy in a cool way. Mm-hmm. I get what I want. I'm a power a power bitch. Mm-hmm. And then instead it was like uh I don't know. I just I I like to imagine that they never even had sex. She just gets together with that guy and just smoke. smokes in hotels. Gets <laughs> a burger. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I was disappointed that they didn't show a little bit of of the uh, geriatric sexuality totally. that we were all. Yeah, not are geriatric. You, I'm joking. Do, are we supposed to to think that like Seema accomplished like fulfilled her character's arc from this? Yeah. Yeah, I think so because she finally got a man the way she wanted it. She, yeah. You know she. Uh, she, I forgot her her fake boyfriend's name. That Dennis. Her parents like Dennis. The Dennis yeah. system. Yeah, De- yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, she got it. I mean, I I was interested in the fact that Seema is sort of fulfilling the Samantha archetype for the series. Yeah, that she's just like, yeah, I'm sleeping with some guy, you know, in a in a smoking floor that I met on the street, and he's a hot club owner, like that, and without it feeling forced. Yeah, that's what's crazy that you're like, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it kind of works. Yeah. Um, let's talk about... You want a cigarette, boss? <laughs> hey, yeah. boss. Boss, you leaned over, you put a burn mark on my balls. All right, ready? Ready? It's our favorite time. It's our favorite time. It's Zed talk. <laughs> hey, boss. Hey, boss. <laughs> hey, boss. Hey, Zed. Hey, boss. You want a cigarette? I, I, went, I don't want to go to that club. I want to put your club in my mouth. Let me get this straight. You're a boss lady. I am a boss. And you want me to put my wing wong in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Call me a boss again. Okay, boss. <laughs> it's a talk. <laughs> hey, boss. Hey, boss. <laughs> hey, boss. Hey, boss. <laughs> dude, I hope, I hope Zed gets his own spinoff series. Oh, dude. It's called Boss. It's called hey, Boss. boss. It's called it's like a three-camera sitcom from the 90s. It was just like, hey, boss. Someone's parked in front of the club <laughs> so again. Who's in front of... Who parked like, on my street? It's like Blossom where there's like one-liners. There's like yeah. phrases. And right when he walks in, everyone's like... <laughs> and then he just like looks at it and he's like, Hey, boss. Hey, boss. That gives us the old Sex and City juice we need. We yeah. need a Zed. Yeah. We didn't get any Zeds this this series, dude. We got a Zed oh, now, man. dude. How I bet Zed has turned that women's shelter into the hottest club. Oh, absolutely! Dude. And I bet, like, I bet he's made it so great. I bet, I bet that women's shelter is banging right now. I, yeah, I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like some people are like, you don't understand women's shelters. <laughs> no, I think I, I feel like, yeah, I, I just, I'm glad that Zed and Seam are getting. Hell yeah. Getting I am happy laid. about that. Um, let's All talk right. about Nia Wallace. She, uh, she's another kind of minor character that... You, wait, you mean Side-Eye Wallace? Side-Eye Wallace. Mm, hey. Um, I love Nia Wallace. Uh, 
I do. I really do. I, it, that sounded like I felt like I needed to say that, but I actually really do yeah. like her character. You're you're referring to our opening bit when we were talking about Nia Wallace, uh, side eyeing whatever her name. Yeah, side eyeing side eyeing uh, Cheryl Davis, the stand-up comedian yeah. who is now known as JDS. Um, so Nia, Nia and Andre are taking a phys- emotional and physical break. Dang. Because he's on yeah. tour. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. She's like... And she heard his music for the first time. She's exactly. Like, oh, yeah, we're on a break. Yeah. Bing mm. bong, bing bong, bing, bing bong, bing. <laughs> All right, I'm, uh, I'm Andre. <laughs> I'm out. Right, we'll I'm we'll out see you, man. Shot. Oh, um, you forgot your hat. I want you to have it. No, no, no. I'm okay. Nah, Thank you. Can you take it. It's fine. Uh, just go ahead and put some hush puppies and some fried shrimp in there. <laughs> <laughs> looks, like, looks like a basket of long john silver. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, the they're taking an emotional and physical break. Yeah, she kind of got a quick wrap up. Like I, I did like what she said, where she was like, "I am worried that a baby we've never l- met before is calling the shots or something like that in our relationship." And that that is interesting, but. Do you think that means there's an actual baby calling the shots? They just haven't met it yet. It just calls on the phone and is like, <laughs> "Y'all need to take a break." <laughs> hey, let me get me into your life and raise me and and feed me. Let me suck your titties. <laughs> All right, I'm getting out of here, Naya. Okay, go I've never tour. met this baby, but I'm going on. <laughs> I gotta tour. go on tour. <laughs> this baby's being sexually inappropriate to you. <laughs> Uh yeah, sorry. So the line no. was John is your is your child being sexually inappropriate to Katie? Yes. Absolutely. Dude, Mickey for sure. Sucking on her titties like you want to all the time. Okay, go. Ahead. Um no, that that's it. I just wanted to ask the question if like if if you enjoyed that reason for them to split up or if that made you say, "Hmm." Um it you know, it it was disappointing to me, and it's a theme that we will continue to talk about. <laughs> disappointment? Uh, disappointment. <laughs> no, it's, it was disappointing to me because, although I think that it is representative of truth, I think the show, is, the show seems to be um, not, not hopeful about yeah. long-term, uh, long-term commitment relationships. I mean... Harry and Charlotte have got that going on and they seem to be pretty solid, but Naya and Andre, it was like, and listen, it happens. I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know people that, oh yeah, I, do, I know people who have ended marriages for that reason. I mean, it's like, we've, they're on different pages. Listen, we went out and had, had drinks with, um, Candace Bushnell and a bunch of her friends who were in the half Asian life. And, and one of her friends looked me dead in the eye and said, you will be unhappy and leave your wife one day. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're writing from a, a place of truth. She also then disappeared into a cloud of green dust, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh my gosh, that was a, that was a that was like a witch fairy." That was interesting. And that was crazy. It was not this person, but there was another person there for you, Real Housewives fans, and she was this person was Countess Luann. Countess Luann rips. Countess Luann is fucking Countess awesome. Countess Luann was was. I am a huge Countess Luann fan, and I'm feeling Giovanni right now. Ready? Dude, the fact that this wasn't the end of the credits. It should have been. I feel like this is the song that Seema fucks too. Yes. <laughs> there you go, boss. It's like a nice okay. little boss. Okay, boss. Yes, cigarette. Just feeling Giovanni. Work um, my clip. Okay, boss. Okay. <laughs> All right, boss. Oh, wow. That's smoking. <laughs> um, oh, I'm coming. Okay, boss. Okay, boss. <laughs> okay, boss. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I, let's talk about rock. 
I want to I want to cover Rock. Rock had a big part in this episode with the they they mitzvah. First Rabbi of all, Jen. First of all, Rock got um Rock got owned by Anthony. Oh, yeah. I love that scene. Wait, ex- wait, ex- wait, what happened? When Anthony what came in and took away Rock's controller oh, and yeah. was like, "Get your shit together." Yeah. You're disappointing your mom. Get your shit together. And like that was like awesome. That was yeah. But then Rock didn't go through with it. I got to say, I disagreed with Harry's <laughs> parenting style a little bit when Harry, so. when Harry was like, "Do you want an Oculus? Oh yeah. Can I get you this? Yeah, I did think what that would was... do to get you to go out there. And it's you got to ask yourself, Harry. Maybe that behavior is what's causing Rock to not go out there. I kind of did want. I I did at that point. Outside of anything that Rock is feeling there was there was thing where i was like they're doing some not great parenting here. not yeah and in also my, i i really i appreciated rock saying like i don't want to be known as like like rock basically having question of identity mm-hmm. but basically being like i'm gonna confuse what i don't know what i am in any of these things yeah. you christian like there was a thing of um that's where I think I think Harry could have said you are you are a part of this family and th- this this the family is important and this is important to mm. our family and although you are confused right now your mother and I want to respect that mm-hmm. and nurture that but this is more about the family heritage and what it means to be a golden blatt. Yeah, this is bigger than you in a sense. Yeah. That yeah. that's another thing that I had seen with the show is that I I think the show, maybe I think the show is not giving enough credit, at least to, I don't know if you have to give credit to viewers, but I think there are viewers that are more into, I don't want to say the word necessarily traditional, but there are viewers that are into, I mean, I don't know for lack of a better word, I'll just say traditional, but traditional um, Mm. rituals Mm. than than that the show thinks. I feel like the show is trying to constantly say, like, we're throwing everything out. And it's like, there's tons of people that hold that open viewpoint that are also like, I want my kid to be bar mitzvahed, or I'm glad I was bar mitzvahed. Or there's people that are like, I want to have a wedding in a church, even though I don't believe any of this. Yeah. And I think there's the, the show feels like it needs, to, and it, it's a show, so it makes sense. But the show seems like it feels like it needs to come down and make this hard stance where it's like, we don't need any of that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that I, I feel like transparent actually does a very good, jo- the show transparent does a good job of kind of walking this line of trying to trash tradition and evolve. And then realizing there's a reason that people come back to ritual and yeah. things like that because people, people do. What about the sequel? Trans rabbi. Well, <laughs> uh, and also rabbi Jen. Wasn't Dude, transparent. If, there, if there were a show on with rabbi Jen, and and boss and Zed, it'd oh be so gosh. sick. That'd well, be amazing. I think I think buddy you're, comedy. <laughs> I think you're right though because I think that like any time, I, I I mean that's what's really weird and dis. I don't know what the word is dis. There's Disparate? like a, there's a disconnect because mm-hmm. it's like there's a disconnect when you do this with like not an agenda, but clearly they had an agenda mm-hmm. in in an, and they needed an agenda. Cause there's no reason to bring the show back. If you're going to be like, nothing's changed. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the success of any, of anything is like bringing in the new and a commitment to the old. And when that doesn't happen, 
you end up with the situation that it's like, like, oh, this crazy new relationship mm-hmm. that that like that doesn't ring true or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I feel like you have to take the new things where you can bring them in mm-hmm. with respect to the old, like what you're saying. Because do you think that that it? That this is gonna, this is opening the door with her new podcast. I know I'm kind of subjecting mm-hmm. it with yeah, Carrie's new yeah. podcast being called Sex in the City. That the future version of this show will be more familiar to to our viewers. <clears throat> I think it. I I think what would be really cool now. I, I we should we should table this and talk about it later. But we should talk yeah. about what a season two would look like. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like the table is set. Yeah. For such a fucking great series. Yeah. That that almost could be the same thing. You could bring in new people all the time because you could do like a what's that show? New Yorker the the love thing on Amazon. Oh, oh it's the uh, Modern Love. Modern love. Based could, off the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. like you could almost see Carrie <clears throat> leading people through like the lives of, that that would honestly be like throwing doing a brand new thing yeah. like mm-hmm. i was thrilled by the end of this me too. episode it's like man and they and they have to they're clearly reading like articles but they could not make these same mistakes they made again because they made a lot of positive yeah this was this was not a one out of ten no. it was not the worst series of all time right and it just seems like they're in a much better position to do that but like think about Online dating happens or whatever, and people mm-hmm. can hook up more than ever. Mm-hmm. And now we're a few years into it of online dating, and now there's just new apps in order to have traditional online dating places are now organizing physical meetups. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like that's Which is the, amazing. Yeah, physical meetups, and and then you're back to where any everything thrives in its best. That it's like bringing the old, and then also. The, or bringing the new and then there's also the old that's like mm-hmm. you know here's things that work and have worked for thousands of years and i feel like that's kind of where how i felt with i mean that's why the original charlotte harry storyline was so interesting because it brought that in in such like a great mm-hmm. way yeah and and the fact that harry was like i don't know if i would say he was he was totally new but he was you know, traditional in the yeah. way that he was like, well, I'm a Jew and this is what I have to do. But he was also like a modern New York guy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he was a, he was not a Zed, but he was definitely like it was, but he was, <laughs> but he was, uh, you know, but Harry was like, he was like a New Yorker that was like into the Mets. He was a modern New Yorker yeah. who I'm was s- tied to tradition, which is a very New York archetype of a, of a, a Jewish man at that yeah. time. I'm so pissed that you don't, that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you don't have a button that's just hey boss. I, don't, I know because when the I, joke came up here. I know. I was going to make one of uh Zed, but it was just gonna end with you don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't have one for him. But, but I I think you're I think you're right. And I actually think the where I think they got this was like because it was pretty that, that, what do you mean the the they mitzvah? The where they i think did a good job like when the trailer came out there was like we found a trans rabbi it was like oh my gosh i know but then but then also but then the execution of it was like that's fucking cool and i'd like to hear rabbi jen i i think like completely carried the idea of a they mitzvah yes and because they went for it so hard like Mm. like if rabbi jen would have just been 
a, like a character that was in the background, yeah. I would have, I would have been like, they're really just grasping for straws here. Yeah. But having her be so funny and silly and like, and then out give there, wise, good advice. advice. Yeah. Like using <clears throat> that magical archetype that you talked about. <laughs> yeah. Like was like, seriously, it was really, it was really, this felt like the correct usage of that trope. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I did think was funny about Rabbi Jen walking out of the stall and interjecting into the conversation was uh, we I think we talked about it in the pod before, but like we know uh, uh, we know people of the cloth, and there's like there's uh, a, a guy that we know who is uh, a priest, I guess, mm-hmm. and he has several times. He even told me one time he was like, "Oh man, people want advice all the time," and I just like stay out of it because yeah. I'm like because I'm like yeah, listen, like, that's what's like, great about Rabbi Jen. Like though. he was like, I li- and he was like. Just because I think sometimes you have to just go through life and I'll be there alongside with you. But, uh, you know, sometimes I'm going to give you the wrong advice. And I love that Rabbi Jen was just like, coming in here, sticking my nose in. Like, I don't hear this. I hear it a lot, but this is a special relationship. That being said, yeah, Rabbi Jen has has some good spidey senses Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, And hot. And and I couldn't have a rabbi that hot. Rabbi Jen's got to go to Bushwick, though, to do a a wedding in Bushwick. That's fine. I'll meet you in Bushwick. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll meet you in Ridgewood. See if they were really tapped in. Rabbi yeah, Jen, that Rabbi is Jen right. would be like, I gotta go to Ridgewood. <laughs> That's true. They, they, Bushwick is like Bush, Bushwick, Bushwick's over. Bushwick people. is like Bushwick is where Sema and Zed were. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's go um, to Bushwick. Let's talk. Hey, wait, before we get off, yeah. the, before we get off that though, I do think it was interesting seeing the decor going on there. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi, uh, Harry, mm. Harry's uh, rainbow, rainbow yarmulke, and also Rock's like choice of. Rock's choice of suit, yeah, like was a ridiculous. Like when you think about what Rock was wearing, I it was like kind of cool, but I feel like Rock had Rock had their own fashion thing going on. I think it mm. really warrants. It really warrants. Let me make sure we can do this correctly. It warrants. It warrants a soundboard. Rock Golden Blast Stand Up Comedy Fashion Alert. I ain't scared of you, <laughs> Rock was wearing a Bernie Mac suit. Oh, Rock was strolling up in like a Steve Harvey like stand-up comedy oversight. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. I thought that Bernie's Mac suit had his face all over it, though, right? That's yeah. his jeans. His jeans oh, his and jeans. his face. It was more of a Steve Harvey suit. It was uh, a was little bit so Paula Poundstone. Har- so is, Steve Harvey. I know. It it is so funny. I Maybe mean, I should have gone with Steve Harvey in that one. The yeah, more, but Steve Harvey no. doesn't have a good like one line of that. It's no. super recognizable. I mean, Steve Harvey's thing now just is just faces on, it's faces yeah. on Family Feud. Which, don't get me wrong, if I'm like scrolling Facebook and they're like, we want to keep John on Facebook for a good 35 minutes. Oh, yeah. Just get Steve Harvey reaction videos coming in. I'm not going to bed. The it, true equality of the, the genders and the sexes nice. and the races are are when when it's like, it's it's great that it's like, it's great that you're questioning your gender rock. And you you dress horribly now, okay? <laughs> you, you're you're dressing like, like a man would dress, which which why is, isn't Anthony saying something here? Like, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I will say they have thrown Rock into like a Timothy Chalamet basketball shorts character. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like Rock just sitting there playing playing Fortnite, being like, I don't know, bro, I don't want to do my bat mitzvah. I like, know. Rock looks like a side character in in like. In like a Paul Thomas Anderson '80s movie about boys. Yeah, it's like it's, don't you, also don't you think the message <clears throat> that they didn't want to do uh, they like 
the fact that they made it a they mitzvah and have rainbow colored yarmulkes and have this whole theme alludes to the fact that rock really cared about it like yeah. really wanted it a certain way yeah i'm only going to do it if we have a trans rabbi yeah and so it doesn't really make much sense that they're not into participating in it Un- unless that's, unless the thing that's, was that's because it's true to life it's like it's like parents that are so thrilled and excited to have like a yeah. gay kid so they can live out their gay yeah. fantasies of being like, oh, I don't have boring straight kids. Yeah. Like that is totally how. Uh, Charlotte and Harry would have. Not, not Charlotte and Harry, but like that. But I'm not saying they played it that way. I think that's kind of like a, I think that's kind of the writers getting excited to do it. I, yeah. I don't think they saw what you saw, which is, which is, which is probably true. It's like a light, little disconnect, but I guess bot, bot mitzvahs are kind of for the parents anyway yeah. unless you yeah. get Nicki minaj there and then the kids get into it totally. you know yeah and there are and there it they were very true in the sense like the dylan's candy bar and stuff like there's so i mean none of us are jewish but like there's so many um any comments on uh <laughs> on brian fellow's outfit this time oh well with her remember. with her uh the, i actually liked it the blue the blue jacket and the and the turban the turban that she looked like shazam from the shack movie <laughs> which is like had the huge like jewel isn't turban. shazam a, um isn't that a uh um um one of those things that never actually happened the mandela effect no oh, maybe it is i think it, i think it might be we can you can correct me on that, but there's there's one of those movies that's a Mandela effect that never happened that people just thought did. Huh. Um, one thing one thing I want to ask you both. Oh, and actually, Shazam is the movie that stars. Uh, yeah, no, but there's another one. Never mind. It's the one that stars the dude who was in the show Chuck. Anyway, um, we're thinking of another thing. Uh, I do want to ask you. This is related to the show. What did you think of the turn of this, the fixing it by having Charlotte do a bat mitzvah she never got to do? At first, I was like, this is a little cheap. But then I was like, that's very sex in the city. Yeah, like, it was very yeah. sex in the city. You know, you come around and Charlotte does it. And yeah, then she did, becomes a woman. What did like Charlotte, that. when, remember when Charlotte became. We have to, I'm going to, I'm going to put okay, a hard, do a hard turn gonna, down okay. here because we right. have a lot left to talk about. All right. I want to I do this as quickly as possible. Because I am. That's all that's Shaq. Because I think a lot of people we know how Kevin feels, but I want to talk. You um, know how I feel, Jay and Miranda. Yes, I do. You know, <laughs> you you said at the beginning of our discussion that you hated the series, and it was worse than what you thought was going to happen. It was worse than when I when my penis was covered in boils. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It wasn't no. worse than that. It was the equivalent. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of people listening that don't know the whole story and just think you have boiled it now. Well, go on, go watch the 30 year old version. I'm hey, not fucking Kevin telling Doyle shit for boiled. Free. <laughs> Kevin Boyle. Some people, someone watched my special and messaged me, so go uh, watch it. It's on Amazon. Shay, um, I want to talk. I want to talk Shay and Miranda. You guys, you guys give give your thoughts. Now you know where the story came from. I, I was I was actually completely fine with it until. Carrie magically was okay with Miranda doing this. Yeah. Miranda, I don't have a problem with, with Shay forcing Miranda to reexamine her life and to potentially make decisions that are feeling un Miranda. Like that's totally fine with me. I can't abide by Carrie just shrugging it off and being like, she's going to go to LA. Like, 
Carrie is a good enough friend that she would have treated Miranda the way Miranda treated her when she went to Paris with Petrovsky. Well, it was the same exact conversation. Exactly. And I know that they, there's no way that they didn't. They they were they had to have been doing that on purpose a bit. Yeah. To just be like it's because. The, but then she they, gave the wrong advice. She, she gave the wrong advice. But the, there's a line that's exactly the same where she says, "What are you gonna do in? What are you gonna do in L.A.?" And she's what does she say like drink green juice? She says something like, "What are you gonna do in L.A.? Do this all day." And Miranda says to her in in Texas City, "We're gonna do in what are you doing in Paris? Eat croissants all day? I it's would like love literally to eat croissants all day. They're the best. It, it's literally like an archetype of the same thing. But I know what you're saying. I think another problem that I have with this series is that conflict is wrapped up way too conveniently and easily, and no yeah. one really like at least Nia Wallace. Because I think that they're not giving a hopeful picture of marriages, and some of that is true to life, but." at least that leaves you with a thing where it's like, she's got to work some stuff out for yeah. problems when building her relationship. The Che, and I think you, you didn't totally allude to this. Well, you didn't, I don't think you said this in your essay, you tell me, but, um, but the Che thing, it's like, it still feels like we're waiting on some time bomb that just keeps being like, Oh shoot. And then they're just like, yeah, cool. Like it, like the, the Che setting up to, you know, be big bad voodoo daddy or whatever. And she did her <laughs> fucking cabaret. Suit, suit, Ryan, yeah, it looked like Che looks like she's in the band social they. distortion and she carries amps for them. <laughs> Sorry. They, they, they look like they carry um, amps. Like Che has embraced rockabilly greaser style, which, you know, a lot of who's the, who's the, um, actor in orange is the new black that put up that yeah, TikTok. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. It was like, I'm not Che Diaz. Oh yeah. I mean like that's a popular style, but when Che walked up with that, Brian Brian Setzer microphone. Oh my gosh. It dude. was, it was such a, but like, but that was a perfect opportunity to be like, what, what's what am happening? I doing here? What's happening? Abuela, what am I doing here? And then for the world to fall apart and it didn't. And I think yeah. I agree with your point of view and that, and I, what you're saying too, John, I think that things happen too easily mm -hmm. and it's, it, it needs to be like Che admitted they were a narcissist. And then Miranda and I think the same thing happened in the diner in last episode when Miranda was like, I'm the girlfriend. And Che gives her this, yeah. Che gives Miranda a weird look. And then they're like, you screwed our friends. And they give each other weird looks. But then those, those fuses that are lit, nothing ever happens. And I don't it, think anything's ever going to happen. I don't know. Them. I think, I think LA for, for next season El is El Che is what we thought Cleveland was going to be. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe they're teasing that, it out. I mean, it, it will be because of that. The response, they it wouldn't have been if the response was not this. Well, yeah, but the response wouldn't have been this if it was written differently. The response is only this because it was written in Listen, a way that this is written very true to life. Because Miranda's never been with a woman before, mm -hmm. and as someone who's been with women, we do some crazy things for <laughs> pussy. Okay. <laughs> So, so this actually completely lines up oh with with the lengths people will go to when, when, I know when it's several, good. I know several guys that have acted exactly like Miranda has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if I'll, it wasn't for I'll, a trans rabbi in a bathroom talking them off a ledge, they would just. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll turn down this, this internship. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll go back to your place in Ridgewood and then cab home in the morning when exactly. I work. Exactly. Um, that's but yeah i think it was it was bad but i want to talk also about um i want to talk about this is officially the end of carrie bradshaw and big 
Um, the, the ashes have been dumped into the river. Uh, we had the dream sequence. The, the, the light was haunted. I love that they cut his visuals, but his like voice is still there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Hey, his voice was still there. Yeah. It was like, like they were just like, Wait, I thought that was the, I thought that was just the, no, the, it even said in the subtitles big. And then it said the, the word that he said. I can be visually in Wait, what did he say? I, had sex I don't with know. Girls that didn't want him to. Um, yeah, I they think me from the I don't episode. know exactly what he said, but he said like, "Hey, it was something." That's why I just thought it was, dream. it was weird to, because I thought it was just the lyrics of that song. It wasn't. No, there was one line that was him actually talking. Raúl, pull around <laughs> to the bottom of the bridge. Raúl, um, I'm out of scotch. <laughs> I'm, I'll pull it up Raul, now. I need some jaywalks. <laughs> let me pull it up now, and we'll see. We, we can address. Um, but what were, the, what were the thoughts? This is the end. He's he's not buried in his crypt in Connecticut. He's dumped into the what's the what's the, the Sen? The, she the, dumped him into the Sen. Yeah. Did she check with him that that's but what he wanted? Men, and men, uh, you cannot dump those ashes there. <laughs> this is the Sen. This is Paris. This is uh, oh, so fucking romantic. You fucking Americans, get your fucking shit and go back. It would be it would it would be that, and then it would be like. Get those poor people out of Paris, the yellow vest. Get them out of here. All these immigrants, I hate them. Yeah, just like, that'd be so funny. Paris is not as romantic as you think. There's a lot of political turmoil. Yeah, especially. A lot of social things going on right now. Dude, Zed would not have fun in, in Paris. Oh, they, would, they would kick him out. They'd be very pissed. Hey, boss. They're I, very I, anti-Islamic. Hey, boss. Boss, what's hey. going on here? But boss. I, I think. Hot <laughs> takes! I. I I think like big is so over yeah that it didn't have the emotional payoff because not even because of all the real stuff not even because of the the real um not not even because of the real what's it called you know the big the Chris Noth allegations yeah right, right, right but because it was ten hours ago that he died. It was 10 oh, hours yeah, yeah. of TV ago. And um, it's sort of like. And it's been a year in the show. Yeah. Too. yeah. And it seems like uh, it didn't have the payoff for me. And it was also like, was Paris? I guess it was so important. I don't know. It didn't have the payoff for me, but maybe that's because I was like honed in on the fact that he's cut and yeah. the fact that this and yeah, that kind of spoiled. It was like, getting ready for something when I was here, I was like, oh yeah, they're just going to cut him. I know, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was like so, every new year's party I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. You're just like super pumped. And then you go and you're like, this sucks. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I should, tired. I should have stayed at home. This was so expensive. And the lines for the drinks <laughs> is horrible. And I know I paid it's $130 to be here. And I've only had time to get three drinks. I don't even, I came with this like, it was a group of friends that my wife knew. Yeah. But I don't know any of these people. The owner of the space keeps coming up to me going, hey, boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Hey, you boss. smoke? You have a light? Um, I, uh, I, well, I know we miss this stuff all the time, but it, it, I think it was a pretty massive fashion moment that she was in the dress. And then yeah. also she had a Judith Lieber Judith, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. That she was carrying around her dead husband, dead husband, in. dead husband in the tower. What if? What if there was like? Excuse a, me, ma'am. Can I, uh, uh, Madame? Uh, uh, I, I need to search your uh, your, you your purse. Oh my God! Uh, il est mort! Il est mort! Oh, a dead man in here. Oh, could you see some some uh, Parisian man 
smoking a cigarette and without thinking, ashing his cigarette into the purse. <laughs> That's my husband. Okay, okay. Here, let's hear what we hear, babe. That's the song. Yep. By Todd Rundgren. Okay, I'll see. Hold on, I'll just listen to it and wait. Okay. Okay. So so right now what's happening is Kevin is, is watching and just like that on his phone. <laughs> and we're waiting for him. You're it's really, a beautiful dress. For him it, to it is a beautiful dress. do we some should... w- reporting. All right, maybe not. Wait. No, no, stop. Stop, 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 she... stop, 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 stop. No, 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 keep talking, keep talking. That was um, a... What happened? I, I I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Maybe maybe he didn't. He did. He huh? said something. He said something. If you know what Big said, oh, it's gonna be like this is gonna be like the end of a Lost in Translation. Like what did Big say? Um, I mean, her dress is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that if you are a, it must be annoying to live in Paris and see all. Well, I guess it's the same as New York, but yeah, it's the exact it's same just, as going to Soho. But in but in New York, people are like, wow. But people go to people don't come to New York for like this like weird, ethereal, hard to explain like romance that must happen. Yeah, they go, they come here for, like tourists are annoying here. But I bet in Paris, if you like grow, you just see people dressed in like doing dramatic shit like that. And you just be like, gosh, like this fucking city needs to do better with like they're thinking about the municipal things, and it's just like. You dolled up with your big gloves because of some <laughs> fucking representative thing of the end. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Although I will say Paris in general is it's it's like a romance city on level 10. Like New York has its own romance. New York has, I would say, magic. Paris has romance. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think they both have equal like they both have that. But Paris is just like it's it's like you're watching an old French movie all the time. Yeah. yeah. And and it also Angel. has those things that we were saying where there are social things and there are just things where it's like, oh yeah, it's also twenty twenty two and it's not it's not Amelie all the time. But it definitely has Amelie but happening I'm, during I'm, the day. I'm not even I'm agreeing with you. I would be that way too. Yeah. I'm saying if if you were a full on born and bred lifelong Parisian and you would see that shit all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. You know totally. what I mean? Yeah. Um th- What'd you think of the chat and chew where Carrie was talking about what she was going to do? I want to talk real briefly, talk about this chat and chew. And I want to talk about the, the Paris trip that was supposed to happen. Oh yeah. Well, she just pulled the rug out from, <laughs> from Charlotte, and Charlotte, like Miranda and Carrie become uh, okay with yeah. each other. So Charlotte gets Charlotte just just ripped gets, out of a three day free trip to yeah, Paris. Yeah. And then Charlotte, Charlotte's okay with it, but you know, Charlotte probably two days later would be not okay I, with that. She I would was be pissed resentful. about it. I was too. I was like, they just took this because Carrie's just like, you know what? Actually, if Miranda Actually, can't come, no one can come. Exactly. She's just like, Charlotte and I aren't that good of friends. And Charlotte's uh, just like, I need to get out of the house. I'm yeah. tired of putting tampons on my kid. Take me to Paris. Yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Take- yeah, shut up. I'm just going to, I'm going to listen. You know what I'm going to do? I was going to buy your ticket. Instead, I'm going to buy a $7,000 dress. Yeah. Take and Charlotte, I'm dump take my Charlotte husband and Anthony off the bridge. If you don't want Anthony there, he can go do it, uh, drink, drink some coffee and meet up with after. Who would you want to, in this series, who would you want to hang out with besides Anthony? Because he's obviously. I was about to say Anthony. Who, who are you inviting to a party? Um, Chris Jackson. I'm sorry, sorry, Chris, Chris Jackson. Jackson. Oh. Um, For sure, Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson from this uh, series. Andre, I would invite. I'm Andre. inviting Chris Jackson just for AV things. Lizette. <laughs> 
invite Lizette for sure. I bet, yeah, Lizette would be. I bet Lizette would just be like a fun hang. Harry Golden Dong. <laughs> Golden Dong. For sure. I would like I would like to hang with Rashad. I bet Rashad would be fun to Dude. like go to some bars with. Yeah. And I, I feel like he whether he does he's a musician, so he smokes weed. Oh yeah. He's, he's, he has like yes yeah. and good weed. Is his last name Andre? I keep saying Andre. Andre Rashad. Andre is Rashad. His, and I think that I think he's a double first name, Andre Ooh. Rashad. Neil Wallace I wouldn't invite because I feel like everyone would be talking to you bring up something like super intense <laughs> that's like, true you hear about like the murder rate in like this neighborhood and it's like oh we're trying to hang hey sorry naya we're uh come on. <laughs> we're we're trying to decide deal? who gets to be yoshi in mario kart <laughs> <laughs> um no i thought that it was a little i thought that it was an interesting conversation at the chat and you where carrie kind of got afterlife shamed for thinking oh, yeah. that big was in heaven yeah. and miranda in in kind of classic miranda form godless yeah exactly miranda you know who is just godless throwing out throwing out any norms that she can and then and then she talked to the easter bunny but i think that i think that was kind of a carrie bradshaw afterlife alert Big in heaven. Big Can in you heaven. put any more? <laughs> is, that, is that you singing? Just listen. You can hear uh, it when so he says so big. That, you can hear Corey say big. That, big. Was de- that was definitely a. Carrie Bradshaw. Afterlife alert. Big in heaven. <laughs> big in heaven. Big in heaven. Oh my heaven. gosh. I think I kind of nailed the timing and the tone of that song. I think you definitely yeah. did. That was her afterlife alert, though. For real, Dude, it is so. It is so funny and weird and disconnected to like. Just Miranda had her own version of just being an insufferable downer for all six seasons, and uh-huh. they threw that out for this series to have her be like in love. Uh-huh. And she's just like, even when she's at the height of, oh, yeah. of love, she's just like, oh my gosh, anything can happen. Oh, I'm in, I've never felt this way. God's fucking not real. Yeah, I know. Loser. I know. <laughs> it's like, she's just like bringing Nietzsche to the chat. I know. <laughs> like, come on, Miranda. Good Lord. <laughs> Dr. Nietzsche Wallace. Dr. Nietzsche Wallace. <laughs> uh, Miranda, I don't know if I can have a baby. And God is dead. <laughs> oh, man. Ubermensch. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> That's so shoehorned Did we miss in. anything with no, this? No, I think we covered the whole this series. This is fucking awesome. This we covered it. the whole series. This is great. Let's rate the series. Let's Cosmo rate the series. Are we going to Cosmo, Cosmo rate the episode and the series? No, just the series. Can I say one more thing about Jake? Yeah, yeah. It's not about the story thing. Yeah, because about- I, will, I will say I kind of I kind of busted your balls at the no. beginning. And I kind of like want a little more. I didn't. I don't feel like we really got a ton from you on some of this. And you wrote an Ooh. essay about Shay this week. We'll, we'll talk about it on the, the, the other one. Oh yeah, the, okay. Yeah. We're doing well, a discussion one of the questions. Well, but what I was going to say is that s- sometimes you get too big for your britches. You know, like when you make a sketch into a movie and it's like it didn't work. Sometimes it works. You talking about the Pat movie from SNL? Yeah, or yeah, like okay. Superstar. There were some that were good, and then there were some that weren't. Yeah, and and I feel like love Julius Sweeney by the way. MPK mm-hmm. does like there's something in his head that I think like his dream his dream director head Mm -hmm. that is just like, when I have all the money, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to, we're not going to do a silly little pilot of sex in the city. This, when I have all the money one day, I'm going to have all four girls on stage 
singing I want to be a natural woman. And and it's like, this is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen (laughs) when they're all doing that. And then, and then to have this like singing California, like why aren't you singing Katy Perry or something from the fast fucking decade? It's clearly from the brainchild of like an old man. (laughs) You know, there's just like, that it's like, Oh, and they're singing the beach boys. Cause they're going, they're going to California. Why? Because it's pilot season. It's like they don't even fucking make shows like know, that anymore. I know. I know. It's true. And I was like, why? When anytime people sing in the show, it is fucking horrible. It really even is. Even if you win a Tony Award. Yeah. Even if you're the best. It's like, there's no way There's no way for that not to be cringe. Yeah. Even when it started, no, I was like, such a good point. oh, it was, it was so cringe. But too. I do think it's like when a director or somebody like gets their chance, they're like, I've got to do this thing I've always wanted to do. And it's like. Yeah, but you probably shouldn't. Have. Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> so yeah. that was it. All, all I just yeah, had yeah, to address the same. No, no, that makes sense. Let's right. uh, let's rate let's rate the series. Okay, let's rate the series and put this thing to bed. And yeah, that's series and episode. Two separate, two separate ratings. All right. Okay. Uh, Kev, you, I'll go first. I'm gonna give this episode a three point two five. No, a two point seven five. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Uh, it was a little heavy handed in a lot of areas and, um, I don't know, it just like, wasn't the funniest. I didn't laugh a ton. Um, the series, however, I really enjoyed mainly because of this, because we like, yeah, I don't know. It's just so hard for me to remove, like being caught up and engaged with the show as yeah. it was happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, like Kevin made memes that were actually like relevant in the cultural zeitgeist, which was really fun. Like it's mm-hmm. not us being like Len Schneider from like 20, a show yeah, 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like we were, we were part of something that was unfolding Yeah, and that felt really good. So I have to give like the show and this experience a high rating by like a 4.25. Um, but I'm more excited for season two than I thought I would be. Yeah. Um, I'll go, I'll give this episode a three and I give the experience, I would give the the rating of the series a, uh, a two, seven, five. And I would say that I learned more from watching the series about mm, thoughts that I had than like than anything. So it was like I've was more engaged watching this and talking about it than almost anything because hearing what people's thoughts are and hearing this. And it was also fascinating. I talked about it at ad nauseum, but it was fascinating. Like Sex and City fan base is like, I don't know, it's like Star Wars for girls. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. totally. It's like when they fucked up things in Star Wars, like people were like, that is not true. And it's it's fascinating to be um, I've never been a part of a fanhood like that, mm-hmm. and it's it's in, and I don't. Bro, totally, Jar Jar Banks, the original Che Diaz. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Dude, I texted John. I cut it from my essay, but I, I had like a, a a thing about fanhoods and like when something goes wrong and and I was say gonna. It. You can do it. You can say it. I had I, I had they they Banks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You should have kept that in. They they Banks, but um, but I think it's like. I think it's so cool to Misa love Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cool. We're in such a unique time to be able to 
talk in this way, not on the water cooler. And it was so cool to be a part of yeah. this experience. We tried to get the Reddit going for um, for Sex and City during mm. the podcast for so long. And now there's an just like that Reddit that yeah. is fucking fascinating. People, yeah. regular day-to-day people are fucking smart. Yeah. People yeah. that are just like, just the, the internet is <clears throat> so smart and cool. And I... I if it weren't for the chain Miranda storyline, I really think they they did so many amazing things. Yeah, um, I just think they torpedoed that. But the whole experience, like, you know, I was being dramatic and, and joking, but it's been great. And of course, these are like some of the best pods we've done because it's been like fucking energetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like ner- nervous in a good way of like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So totally. yeah. Um, this episode, I give it a three. Um, the entire experience, no, the, this, I like what Kevin did. The episode, I give it a three, the show itself, I think I'm going to give it a three, five. Okay. Um, and the experience, um, that's weird. I was going to give the experience a four. Uh-huh. I kind of would want to just say five. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a little weird to just be like, I give it the experience a five, but I mean, no, a four, I give it, I give it a four because I do think it's honest to be like, yeah, I, I think we were like, is this going to turn out like the Arrested Development one where it's kind of like, uh, that was great to have a little bit more, but no one's going to go back and watch yeah. this. But there is something nice about this being that it being back in the zeitgeist again and that mm-hmm. I've had so much fun with us doing it. So that makes me want to say I want to give it a five. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just give it a five. There you go. Um, I will say I my prediction that I really, I really thought somehow it was going to happen, even though it didn't really work, but I thought Aiden was going to be in. And he was not in. And I think for that, he deserves his own soundboard. John Corbett. What's up? Where you been? Who'd you see? He's a liar. You broke my heart. <laughs> That's my message to John Corbett. John Corbett he is broke my heart. a liar. He's a, a liar. fucking liar. He's a liar. Uh, well, God's, thank you so God much for, for joining <laughs> us. We love you pay- patrons so much. We're coming, we're coming out with a bunch of hot new shit. We're we're coming at you with those um, those um, rom coms, uh, rom coms, rom coms, rom coms, Bram Stoker's Jack- Dracula. Yeah, listen, read uh, it and talk Bogvan, about it. cult leaders. We'll <laughs> have a we'll have a new uh, we'll have a new nep- episode out next week. Yeah. Um, also, since this is going to go out tonight, I should have said this in the beginning. I have shows uh, next weekend, February tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. You never cleared. Pitching your personal stuff for those. Can you clear this? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, February 10th, 11th, 12th in the East Village at Under St. Mark's Theater. And it's on the Instagram. But if you live in New York, please come. Uh, it's a small theater and I'd like some people there. And it's a new show. And it's, it's. I mentioned I have a story about Sex and the City. In it. Hell yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you. Wait, let me see if, I, area, if what night I'm going to come. Oh, I can't. Um, it's next week. I'm going to be out of town. Damn. Let's go. I'll do it more. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Later, taters. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>